Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Well, David, thanks for joining me on The Score. Uh, We're all looking forward to seeing you in Cork next week. Uh, You were here, of course, not uh, so long ago. Uh, to take part in the Liam Miller tribute game at Parky Cueve and uh, put away your penalty as well that day. I did, yeah. I did. I sent the keeper the wrong way. <laughs> but, yeah, happy memories of Cork from my last visit. Yeah, you enjoyed the occasion, even though obviously it was a very sad occasion for what happened, Liam. Very sad for his family as well, of course. Ah, it was a, and do you know what? It was a fantastic day. Uh, so much as it was a sad day, it was, it was a fitting day that it was sold out. Uh, everybody turned up. There was a great um, camaraderie between all the lads. And obviously, you know, Liam was a fantastic footballer. Unfortunately, I never played with Liam. I'd, I'd already left United. But um, what I know from the lads and listening to the lads talk it, so, you know, when we was done pre-match, that he was a lovable lad. And, um, you know, it's a tragedy that such a young age that you, that you lose. Um, you, you lose a really, really top lad. So um, always same in it, but always that young. Yeah, very much missed uh, for sure. Um, you you played, of course, uh, with, with United with two Cork greats um, in your uh, playing days, uh, David, with uh, Dennis, of course, Dennis Irwin and Roy Keane. How was that? Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, um, Dennis, I would say is more of a quiet one, mm. two, but um, two great, great leaders, absolute fantastic players. You know. You can go on all day about the, the playing skills, but, but as leaders on, on and off the pitch, absolutely phenomenal. Um, Keeney was exactly the same as, you know, I've probably not seen Roy for 10 or 12 years. So it's good to catch up with him. Um, I see Dennis every now and again around the club. But uh, to see Keeney was a, a good catch up. And it's as if, I, you know, I've seen week in, week out. Same banter, same crack, very, very dry. But um, phenomenal players, the pair of them. They really are. Yeah, definitely. And uh, do you get to hear much of um, Roy's uh, TV analysis, maybe? Do you get to watch him much on television? <laughs> I watch every single one of them. He, he is um, he's straight to the point. And uh, more often than not, you know, he's, he's, he's telling the truth of exactly how it should be. And, um, you know, I think a lot of people should should watch Roy and listen to Roy because, um, you know, a lot of the time, you know, I think you have to know him to understand Roy. But uh, most of the time, you know, he speaks, he speaks very, very well. And, uh, you know, he, he says how it is, which is, which is exactly how he was when he was a player, exactly as he was, I'm sure, as a manager. 
and now you know on Sky and uh, as a pundit is exactly the same. So Keeney's never changed. Mm. Um, what about yourself, David? What are you doing these days to make a buck? Well, I'm still uh, I'm still at the club, still working on MUTV, which is good. Um, you know, I enjoy doing that side of it. Started a podcast called Helen Evans and uh, Sam Howard, I think it's called Howard. Yeah, um, just started doing podcasts, so they're really good. Looking forward to doing them. We've done four at the moment, and uh, yeah, just keeping that way busy. Right, to be fair, you had you had a trip abroad, you know, well abroad to Ireland and uh, a little bit of golf over in Portugal and stuff. But yeah, keeping busy. Yeah, enjoying what, it. Good stuff. What, what can the Cork audience expect uh, from from uh, your visit to us uh, next week? Um, you know, you had a, a colourful career. Well, yeah, it's um, you know talking about my career and um, how how much I love playing at United and the rivalry between ourselves and uh, Liverpool. Um, talking about obviously the the, the treble, the you know the ninety nine. A few little stories about you know Mister Mister Cantona, Mister Keane, and. Uh, Listen, it's, it's, all for a, it's all for a good cause. So, you know, the Mary Mountain Hospice, which is a um, fantastic cause. And, um, yeah. you know, hopefully we can raise plenty of money for, uh, for them over the weekend. Good stuff. We're all looking forward to, uh, to hearing your stories. Of course, you, you signed for United in 1994. I think it was uh, over a million, 1.2 million. Uh, what can you remember about, uh, you know, you coming to United and uh, your conversation with Alex Ferguson to bring you to Man U from Blackburn? Well, it's it was a conversation that was only going to go one way. So there was no way I was ever going to turn United down. I think you only get one, maybe two opportunities to sign for United. And uh, as soon as United were knocking on the door, I knew exactly where I was going. Um, didn't really speak much about, or much to Sir Alex at the time, because uh, I was still contracted to Blackburn. But, um, you know, once things progressed, once things moved on, there was no way I was going to ever you know, turn United down. It's the biggest test in the world so um, so yeah it was uh, an easy decision for me mm. Nine years at United very successful period for you as well winning two league titles and two FA Cups part of the uh, the treble which you just touched on a while ago which was uh, which was never done before never done since and uh, very hard to do Man City came close to it last season which would it went down yeah. like the Titanic but um, Champions League uh, treble uh, 1999 you didn't play in the final but you were very much part of the celebrations I think it was Ronnie Janssen was it and Yap Stammer the centre back pairing on, on that uh, famous night yeah, there were. Yeah, um, I played in the FA Cup at uh, Sunday before. I think it was played Sunday before um, against Newcastle. And uh, look, I, I knew that Yap was probably going to come back in, but I honestly thought at the time that Ronnie had moved into midfield because you know two of our best midfielders, probably two of the best midfielders that probably played for the club, Keeney and Scholes, who were there, all suspended from the Juve game. So. I was half expecting the manager to put Ronnie into midfield, but you know you can never second second guess the manager. He's had to play Bex in the middle of a uh, in, in midfield, but listen, we won, and that was the main thing. It's all about it's a team game, and uh, you know you have to put your disappointments to one side, even though it's hard to take at the, at the time. But um, in the long run, it turned out to be the right decision by the manager. Um, what a what a year nineteen ninety nine ever to be forgotten. Of course, this is the uh, what the twentieth uh, anniversary, isn't it? It is, yeah. Uh, and it's I tell you, it's absolutely flew by. You know, when I look back and uh, 
I think 20 years, it's like it's gone within blink of an eye. So many things have, have happened since then. Um, you know, you might have gone on to be successful winning winning the Champions League again and winning the league, winning the FA Cup. Um, but yeah, there was, obviously there were special times um, and a really special moment for us. As you say, nobody's done it since and nobody's ever done it before. Liverpool tried it a few times. Um, or failed so it's, it's a unique thing it really is it certainly is and um, you know since Alex Ferguson left uh, what is it nearly seven years now can you quite believe how far United have fallen uh, there was a powerhouse under Ferguson uh, winning trophies every year can you quite believe what's happened at Old Trafford since since Ferguson has left not really no um, it's been slowly in decline um, you know we've had Three different managers. Now we're on to our fourth with Oli. Um, they all want to bring in a certain type of play, um, and I think each and every one of them brings, you know, brings their own type of play. Uh, United, you know, David Moyes came in. Um, you know, the football under him was tough. Louis Van Gaal, that was that was tough as well. Jose turned around a little bit. And I think given time, you know, he's put a Turned it around properly, but you know results uh, results count now. All is coming. He's got rid of a lot of people, which is probably a little bit detriment to the team at the present time. You know we like Lukaku going, um, but if players want to leave, show them the door. It doesn't bother me. I'd rather have a I'd rather have a year in the doldrums, but look forward to next season than having players at the club that don't want to be there. Yeah, and, uh, you know it was it was plain to see Lukaku, you know, training in Belgium. Um, you know, he talked about professionalism and stuff like that. Well, you know, I think that's just hung out of order doing what he did. He stayed away from the club. There was only one way that that was ever going to go, and he was going to leave. But listen, that's up to him. Good luck to him. If that's what he wants to do, then he always wants to play in, in Italy. So be it. Mm. Um, and then the other players, you know, played leave. Yeah. I think Ollie's the, the three players that Ollie's got in shows the way that you know we're going in the right direction. Dan James has been a sensation. Wambi Smack has been fantastic. Nari Maguire, we know what what he does. Um, so so much is it. It's hard to watch at times. I still think we're going in the right direction, albeit you know the results haven't been fantastic. Yet the ethics that Ollie's putting into the team. Um, how it wants to play, then I think we're going in the right direction. I suppose the question is, David, will will Ole Gunnar Solskjaer be given time? I mean, it's the worst start uh, to a Premier League campaign ever. Yeah. He's had a good week, uh, in, in fairness, uh, almost uh, almost beating their great rivals Liverpool on Sunday and then getting that result in Europe, of course, uh, this week. So uh, will, will he be given the time? How much time will he be given, do you think? Well, I think he needs time. Of course he does. As I say, you know, the players from David Moyes here are there Van Gaal and Jose there. Um, what do you do? Do you go out and get another manager and wait for him to turn it around? Or do you give Molly the backing and give him the, the chance to to, um, to to turn it around and, and start you know, getting up that league? Because Manchester United need to be in the top two you know, year in, year out. Mm. Right now we're a million miles away from City and Liverpool. Um, but it's going to take time. 
It is. If you look at Klopp's record in the first 39 games, and Ollie's, Ollie's got a better record after 39 games, albeit only a couple of results. But in the long term, you know, Klopp's turned it around. He's made two or three really, really important decisions with a goalkeeper, with a centre half. Mm. Um, and Oli needs time, and he'll get time. I think he will get time. Yeah. Is it more difficult for United fans? You're close to the bone of Manchester there, David. Is it harder for United fans to see, you know, their great rivals, Liverpool and Man City, dominating? Does that make it a bit harder? <laughs> of course it does, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, nobody likes to see Liverpool winning. Um, City, you know, they've, they've come in and they've, they've done really well. They've got a fantastic manager with uh, Guardiola. Our biggest rivals is, is Liverpool. You know, everybody knows that. Uh, result on Sunday, uh, you know, it, it was a shame because we played really well. We just got tired later on in the game and we couldn't get out of the couldn't get out of the half. They thanked us back. Um, but no, it's a it's a very very well said thing now. But you know, transitional period, and we have to make sure that before anything that we end up in the top four because then you can entice other players to come into the club and you can get rid of players that mm. don't want to be there surplus to requirements and you, know, you can start building and that's what we have to do Yeah, you expect uh, new signs in January and it's been much uh, spoken about uh, you know, the need for uh, a centre forward is going to get you more than 20 goals a season and I know Roy was mentioning Harry Kane uh, a player of that ilk is what United need well, you need somebody who can, you know, I'm not saying Marcus is, uh, I mean, Marcus is uh, only 21 year old and it's a big burden for him to, to bleed in Manchester United, you know, centre forward. Uh, and he does have to score goals. He really does. Um, the goal he got against Liverpool will give him great, um, great strength to draw on because uh, he has been, you know, misfiring when chances have come. But to get somebody in that's a proven goal scorer, you know, that's difficult. But I'm sure that I'm sure Ollie and the backroom staff are looking at people who they can get in. Uh, as I said, you know, Lukaku would probably get you 20, 25 goals, and that's done. So it's up to Martial and up to Marcus, you know, Dan James and uh, Mason Greenwood whenever he, he starts and he plays. You know, they've got a goal. Those four players between them, I'll get probably. 60, 70 goals between us for us to have any chance and it's difficult it really is but you know we keep going you don't just um, you don't just look at the good times you have to look at the bad times and whenever the bad times come you, you save the good times so you just got to keep going forward True. Well, we're all looking forward to uh, your visit to Cork next Saturday and hearing some of your great stories uh, from your time at Old Trafford with some of the some of the greats of the game and uh, that great period for Manchester United Football Club. Uh, thanks for joining us on the score on Cork's ninety six FM, David, and we'll see you next Saturday in Cork. My pleasure. Good luck, boys. Thank Take you. Care. Thanks, Dave. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.